Welcome back to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. And Happy New Year. It is 2024. Let us continue with Peter and Olivia's story in Drum, Adagio Temple. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. <laughs> with rehearsal over, the two rushed home to continue the next step of their investigation. Olivia had left a message with her cousin to call her so they could catch up and if she could ask a favor. They actually kept in contact quite often, so it wasn't as if Olivia was calling her for a favor out of the blue. Family was always important to them. After getting settled from the rehearsal, that raises their adrenaline level due to the passion they have for music. Peter poured them each a glass of wine while Olivia placed the box on the coffee table. She is very strong. Pilates and boxing. Sitting across from each other, they put their latex gloves on and opened the box. Peter took out his drum and percussion mallet, which he decided to just call the bone. Olivia took out the flute, raised it to admire the carving, and held it like she would have held one of her prized possessions. Peter, holding his drum and bone, gave the skin a very quick, light-pressure hit. It sounded off, according to him. He gave it another, a bit more force, and that sounded closer to what he thought it should sound like. With the third try, he had just the right amount of force and the drum sounded like it was the correct way to produce clear, full tones. Looking at Olivia, he smiled and told her that he thinks he got it. Still holding the flute in her hands, Olivia licked her lips and delicately placed the beak of the flute against them, pursed her lips as if to whistle and blew with steady pressure. However, the flute had other ideas, and the sound that came out sounded like a balloon leaking air. Pulling the flute away, she thought about what she had done and was going to change it. Putting the flute again to her lips, she blew, but harder this time. It sounded better. She repositioned her fingers in the event she had an air leak and tried again. This time, the sound was perfect. The small changes made the notes clear and almost with a bit of reverb. Still, with them knowing how to beat the drum and blow the flute didn't bring them any closer to who made the instruments. To their dismay, Peter and Olivia were not able to continue their investigation due to the symphony's concerts running for the next two. After the two-week pause, they continued their investigation. Olivia's cousin returned her call and asked to meet her for coffee tomorrow, if possible. Arriving at the coffee shop, Olivia's cousin was already there, minus her habit. Sitting down, Olivia asked how she was. The two of them started catching up. Then Olivia's name was called for Order for her Olivia. Bagel bagel After a couple of hours, several coffees and one bagel and one apple strudel later, Olivia's cousin mentioned about the favor, and Olivia, 
somewhat embarrassed, asked if she knew anything about the monastery where Samuel had acquired all of the new antiques, especially regarding the copper box that she described. Her cousin shook her head and said that she had never heard of the copper box with the drum and flute or what monastery it had been stored in, but would ask some of the other nuns about it and even Mother Superior. After hugging each other, they said their goodbyes. When Olivia got home, she found Peter inspecting and playing the drum. He asked how was the get-together and the coffee. Olivia said it was great and then told Peter that she asked about the monastery and that her cousin would get back to her if she found anything out. She asked him if he had found anything more about the drum. Saying no, he just mentioned that he definitely had the right strike down to produce the best sound of the drum. He also mentioned that the sound is different from most of the drum tunings that he has learned and has heard in his life. He added that when he strikes the drum, the way it makes him feel is different, but he couldn't quite put his finger on it. Olivia asked him what he meant. He told her that it has been researched that drumming helps with anxiety, fatigue, depression, and it provides a unique aesthetic experience. And it's as if playing this drum does all of that and more, but almost a euphoric effect. It was just different for some reason. Peter told Olivia that he was going to bed since it was almost 10 p.m. and took off his gloves. Olivia apologized because she didn't realize that time had passed by so quickly. He looked at her and said it was okay and gave her a kiss. Olivia told him she was going to stay up for a while. Giving her another kiss, Peter went to the bedroom and closed the door. Olivia sat there for a bit, then put on a pair of gloves and brought the flute out of its box. Putting it to her lips, she blew, hitting the right pressure and fingering at the same time. Thinking of the countless music pieces she knew, she decided to play Bach, Suite Number no. 2, Minuet, Badineri.
It sounded flawless to her. Everything was crisp and clear beyond any flute she had ever played. And she had played some very expensive duct flutes, but they didn't even come close. She put the flute back into the box, including the drum and bone, since Peter had left them on the coffee table. She went to the hallway bathroom, got partially ready for bed, but because of the thrill she experienced playing earlier with the notes of the music so crisp and clear, she was excited for some music. She hoped that Peter wasn't sleeping yet. The next day, Olivia had slept in, and Peter made coffee and breakfast, her favorite, French toast. Sitting at the kitchen table eating, they talked about what they were going to do today. Neither of them were committed to anything, so they decided to go to the library and do research on monasteries and whatever else they could. Once at the library, both Peter and Olivia started gathering whatever books they could that might help them discover more about the box and its contents. Peter learned quite a lot about fig trees, its fruit and wood, about how the trees usually grow like a large shrub up to 33 feet, how the wood is used in art, furniture making, bowls, spoons, and the like. How easy the wood is to carve, and how the smooth grain and figural patterns makes whatever you create that much more beautiful. Playing the framed drums once in a while, he knew that the shell could be made out of rosewood, oak ash, plywood, and other man-made materials, but never had he seen or played one made out of fig wood. Still, he wasn't any closer finding out who made the drum. Olivia researched the monasteries. She learned things about them that she never knew, such as when they first began, the different orders involved, the responsibilities of the monks, the work that was done, and the wealth that a monastery had. In particular, she was trying to research the monastery where the items that Samuel had acquired especially the box, but no information could be found about it or the box for that matter. She hoped that her cousin would be able to share some light regarding that. Since they had new instruments to try out technically, because they hadn't heard from Samuel yet, as in regards to how old the box and contents might be, 
they thought they should collaborate in playing, flute accompanied by drum or vice versa. After breakfast with the dishes in the dishwasher and sitting with coffees on the coffee table, they talked about what they should play. They both agreed it should be something simple to start, but long enough for Peter to establish some sort of beat. Since a lot of the classical pieces they have played with the symphony are not exclusively frame, drum, and flute, they decided on a piece from the meditation music that they listened to. After playing the piece, they both thought that it was equal to or perhaps better than the original recording. Giving themselves high fives, they decided to go to a movie and then for an after-movie drink. At the nightclub that they liked to go to once in a while, Peter was acting very different than his normal self. Olivia noticed he was more confident, more assertive, not the usual quiet, soft-spoken person that he normally is. It was quite a turn-on for Olivia, who was already aroused from the playing of the music they had done earlier. She was almost getting impatient for them to leave and go home. While they were at the club, Peter's cell phone rang. He answered it, and it was Samuel. Samuel told him to come by the store tomorrow since it was late, mentioning that he had heard from his linguist friend and also the metallurgist person he knows. And what he was going to tell them was going to knock their socks off.